That jarring cacophony tells you that you're listening to the Power of Three podcast. The podcast that likes to discuss, sometimes divulge, occasionally disagree, and usually just dump a load of Doctor Who opinion on you. We are usually fairly interesting middle-aged people who've got opinions on stuff to say about Doctor Who. And I am one of them, hopefully. But I am definitely someone, but I don't know if I hopefully do interesting things. My name's Kenny Smith. And you join us in the Power of Three Portable Studio, currently passing Junction 4A to Heartlands and Whitburn on the M8. And I'm not alone. I've got my companion with me. Well, it's not really my companion, it's my co-conspirator. And he's here right now. Hello, everyone. It's David Steele here. Hello, thank you for joining us. It's half past nine on a Sunday morning. I'm not awake yet, so hopefully you are as you're listening. Kenny and I are on another little road trip today. I say another little road trip. We talked about that in another podcast, the last road trip. Kenny's going to tell you where we're going. Yes, we're heading towards Edinburgh, towards the National Museum of Scotland, which is currently playing host to a Doctor Who exhibition. And I'm particularly excited because I believe a lot of the things that were here were previously on show in the Doctor Who experience in Cardiff, which I visited four, in fact, might even have been five times. So I'm looking forward to seeing some old pals. And of course, some of these guys have been to Scotland before when they came to Paisley back in 1992-93, where myself and Dave saw them separately because we didn't know each other at that point. Yep, that was the old... Um, currently, actually, undergoing a, quite a bit of um, reworking, remodelling the old Paisley Museum and Art Galleries. Yes, so we're on our way through to this Doctor Who exhibition in Edinburgh. It closes very, very soon, so we're, we're sort of going with the skin of our teeth, catching it before it finishes and stuff. Um, so we're on our way. We will probably see you afterwards so we can talk about our highlights, isn't that right? What we liked about it and etc. But I have to say, this is, I'm quite excited because this is my first time at the National Museum of Scotland since about 1992, um, when they actually started building the new part of the building. I've never been inside it, even though I was working in Edinburgh and covering a mag- working in a magazine that covered all sorts of culture and events that were going on here, but I actually haven't been there, so it's going to be quite exciting to see inside and see what's there, because um, I do know that they've had a few events over the past few months. I mean, this opened on December the 7th, right? and it's been a while since... Uh, yeah, I've seen a proper Doctor Who exhibition in situ, so kind of excited. Don't yeah, yeah going with an open mind. What, yeah. What's your expectation? Um, I want to see the giant robot. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to get a selfie with the giant robot. Quite frankly, what was the last time I was at Doctor Who exhibition? Probably one of the ones in London. I think probably when my pal Tony and I went to the. Um, I can't even remember what it's Did called it now. Olympia? I think it probably was. Yeah, and there was one in 2008 in London that I went to twice. Um, so it's a long time since I've been to one as well. So yeah, see the giant robot. There's, I know there's a few other 
creature features that, that I will have seen, a few that I won't have seen, and what, you know, it's a day out. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the fun thing, because it's an excuse for us to do an on-location episode, which doesn't require any extra inserts and stuff when we get back home. Yes. So we're doing it as live. Actually, Giant Robot, I've seen it in Blackpool when I went to the exhibition there about 2000 and gosh, 2007, I think would be the last time I was there. Okay. And it was there before the one shut down there. And I saw it in Cardiff, but it was beautifully refurbished by Mike Tucker and looked absolutely amazing. So I do look forward to catching up with it and uh, hopefully it won't try to kill us or squish us. That'd be terrifying, actually. Have you got a yellow plastic bucket full of, like, anti-robot giant virus? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, I heard it's flossing in the back. Yes. Um, yes, that's exactly what I've got. <laughs> now I'm just trying to stay awake, listeners. Fantastic. Sunday morning. Ouch. <laughs> anyway, yes. So shall we... Yes, we shall. We convene in a moment or two, as it were. We shall do. Awesome. You can listen to this excited fast-forward sound. And uh, next time you hear us, we'll be outside the exhibition. Probably. Bye-bye. For now. Yeah, we're um, doing the Keith McCulloch Latin version thing. Why are we singing it? I don't know. Because we came up in the car. Or just we're walking out. Anyway, we're now outside the National Museum of Scotland. So far we've seen banners outside. One with a weeping angel, one with a Dalek and a poster. So we're making our way towards the building. It's only just uh, after 10. It's 10.18, so our admission's at half 10. 20 past 10 on a Sunday morning and I'm in Edinburgh. Do you know what, like, ugh. I had Lucasade and tea and Mars bars for breakfast, I'm not awake. Can you tell? Can you tell, <laughs> my, can you tell I've not had my poo yet? <laughs> well, hopefully they've got a dimensionally transcendental toilet to keep Dave amused and indeed happy and uh, take a weight off his mind. Anyway, I think we found the entrance, so yes we have, there's a big sign saying entrance and an arrow pointing it, so we're going to go in. Oh, right now Dave's taking a picture with saying entrance, and I'm not an entrance though. So yes, you'll see this picture no doubt on the socials, and we will um, speak to you later when we're inside. We're now inside, and um, I'm going to take a picture of Dave with his boyfriend, the giant robot, in a second. Uh, we're currently looking at some sonic screwdrivers, uh, all of which do look metallic, not just repros of uh, from character options, which are top-notch stuff, but these ones actually slightly more metallic and properly metal. There's a sonic cane here as well, and Mrs. Brawley, and River sonic screwdriver as well. Um, uh, we've had a quick look at the replica of the original console, Back to its green colour, and right now we're looking at K9, the giant robot, the Scobot Splitzer. I got a row for leaning over the guard wire around the console so I could take a, a close photograph of the radiation dial, so <laughs> that was fun. But on the plus side, I've made friends with a guy, he originally comes from Clyde Bank near uh, Glasgow, so he's alright, and um, yeah, he's a bit of a fan, so. And uh, we're looking at uh, the McGann Sonic from the TV movie, which has um, got a little gold band around it, but again, I believe it is a replica. I think it was loaned actually over for Cardiff, the proper one from Philip Siegel, but um, you look at you look at the 11th Doctors and it's just like very ungainly, 
mm, not really discreet. cumbersome. Yes. Whereas you look at the War Doctors and it's that clever mix. It's somewhere between the classic Sonic and the Tenant one. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in between, which is a very clever bit of evolutionary work. And then you look at Jody's one and it looks like a sex toy. But that's do, probably just do, my mind. Well, to be honest, I'm not that I'm not that I'm an expert on sex toys, but you could say that about quite a few of them. Look at the bulbous tip to the cane, for example. This is absolute filth. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> David David Steele's gonna get us taken off air due to his <laughs> film mouth filth. Um, we've also got a few other Sonic bits here. There's Mrs. Sonic Brawley, the Sonic sunglasses, yay! Um, and the machine that goes ding as well. Sonic Trill from River. Plus confession dials as well, but um, yeah, maybe that um, given what uh, Dave's just said to me, he should probably put that in a confession dial, but there we go. But hey, that's all the fun and games of it all. Right, we're going to move on. Um, we'll pause for here and uh, speak to you again in a wee minute. <laughs> Supplementary, there's the roundels from Jody's TARDIS with uh, hexagonal bits and the mishmash crisscross bits. There's a clockwork woman face, a Volk robot with glitter. There's handles and the half-faced man from Capaldi's first episode as well. So interesting, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, on the other side of the school box blitzer, so there we go, there's your little extra for what else is in room one. Um, Dave, what are the Thajarans? I don't remember. The Thajarans that were there. It looks... Oh, there we go. Thank you very much. Oh, as we move around, it's, um, it's one of the twisted creatures from Hyde. Is it? That's what it is. Which are quite cool. So there we go, right, we'll be back with more soon. Moving on, and um, oh, there's uh, Mr. Nicholas Briggs saying how to look, uh, how to look like a Dalek, how to sound like a Dalek. Um, so yes, there's a picture of Nick there with his Mooger Fugger, um, open Dalek voice creator, and uh, you press record to start, talk for ten seconds, and press play to hear playback. Right, let's have a go and see if I can nick the boss's job. Halt at once, or you will be destroyed. Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. I've done it, so where's play to peer back? Oh, play. I've done record, but it didn't seem to work. I'll try again. Ah, ha 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 ha, we have success. Right, here we go. Halt at once or you will be destroyed. Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. We'll try again. We are the dialects. You will obey. Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. These pictures are dreadful. We, we are the Daleks. You will obey. Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. These pictures are dreadful. Well, there we go. I think it's fair to say that, uh, Nick, you can keep the job. Um, moving around, I've found Omega, last seen in Paisley back in 1993. Um, last name was head lit up when you pushed the button. Um, but 
yeah, he's, he's there. It's his Ark of Infinity variant, so with mirrors behind him. So he looks rather good. But Dave, do you remember when Omega lit up in Paisley when you pushed the button? Did he? Yeah, you pushed the button and his head lit up like his yeah, yeah, glowing yeah, balls. Yeah. Oh, there's Mike Tucker on the screen over there. Um, oh, we've got um, Sanctuary Base Spaceship to match my t-shirt. Um, we've got... Uh, We've got one of the, the spacesuits with a uh, Bastion Rada, and we've got uh, oh, the, the spacesuit from the Impossible Astronaut, huh? and um, one from Nardo Bill Oxygen. That the whole um, kid in the astronaut spacesuit was completely ripped off from Time Warp Revelation. I'm not letting that go. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, Oh, and there's a, oh, Mike's talking about the return of Shada, so that's quite interesting. Um, and over here there's a, a 12th Doctor TARDIS uh, and some Shada models, and uh, it looks like the Dragonfire it is, it's the Nosferatu. Um, so yeah, we've got the, the remade version, uh, which is lovely, and um, the space station from Skagger, which is fantastic. So yes, lots of lovely bits and bobs to enjoy there. And now we moved on. There's still some more of the sort of Jodie Tardishy bits, which fiberglass. I just had to check. Um, but yeah, really excited. Love seeing those uh, shadow bits there. Uh, Dave's currently getting a selfie with Omega. Um, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Um, and here we are. We're on Mars now. We've got Gadget, um, who's looking a bit limp today. Uh, he's not saying very much. There's no gadget gadgeting, but uh, he's like, it looks like we're now in a sort of like a real science bit with bioscience frontiers and bacteria, archaeans, rocks, plants, fungi, viruses, alternative life, vertebrates, and arthropods. Strange enough, it talks about rocks, but not a rock that talks uh, as uh, we get in time in the Rami, but Celebi. And now looking at the screen, I'm seeing Mark Gatiss talking. Seeing it's time to get your feet back on the ground. Um, also at our feet, um, we've got uh, Gallifreyan symbols uh, from the Gallifreyan alphabet. So that's always interesting. Um, look, Dave, Mark Gatiss. Yes. Um, I was saying this is a bit of a like real sciencey bit. So, oh, there's a there's a Jodie Tardis replica there. It's funny how we because we're fans, you can tell exactly which Tardis it is just by the writing and the signage. Just a little, just a little, um, I've got people moaning about the little sort of ridges etched in at the sort of side posts. Yeah, just adds a bit of detail, there's no harm to it. It's quite a nice box, obviously. It's not a proper box, as we know what they look like in Glasgow, but um, yes, we shall also get some pictures now over here, I think, and have a look and see what we have here. Right, we're now faced with a cabinet of monster heads, so we've got the likes of Anud, a pig slave, um, the Flood, Jabe, a half, and one of the Whispermen. But do you, did you go to visit the Kelvin Grove exhibition? Where's the Elder Ood? Did you go to the Kelvin Grove one? Yeah. Ah, because they had tons of Ood in there. Right. And then at one point, all the Ood disappeared. Ah. This was in 2008, right. 2009. Sure. Because they'd all gone. For the end of time. For the end of time, and they'd taken them, and I was asked, by the guy who did the PR there not to mention this because they didn't want to get out and get known <laughs> that they were being used so they'd be appearing in so because I'm a nice person I said no I forgot to ask what the Meyer looked like without their masks and their suits on the Meyer top right the ones who like like the bin the ones who like walking bins the girl who lived the girl who died oh, no, girl who died women who lived yeah Hmm. Oh, there's the one from Beyond the Lake, which 
when it was under the lake. Under the lake, got him before the flood. Yeah. Ah. Because did I tell you that um, they wanted to call that under the loch? Right. But because in terms of international factor, Derek Ritchie was producer was overruled. Oh really? So there we go. Little bits of Doctor Who trivia. I think that can be said now. We're now in a room full of monsters. As we look around, I've got um, the John Mimic Cyber Controller unplugged. There's a Cyber Leader head from Revenge. There's a very, very shiny Silver Nemesis head. Cyber Controller from Attack of the Cybermen. A 10th Planet head and a Tomb head. We've also got a Terry Molloy Davros and a Dalek. And then uh, behind us, we've got a Weeping Angel. We've got the Empress of Mars, a classic Ice Warrior. Uh, Jodie Era Santarin, uh, Jodie Era Sea Devil, plus uh, a Silurian from uh, Cold Blood and one from Warriors of the Deep. And then we've also got um, the Dregs from Orphan 55, which I just had to check up on. So uh, I forgot that's what it was. Don't tell anyone. Bad time. There's also a little Cybermat as well uh, wandering around. So. Lots of interactive stuff, you can discover more screens than that. Um, Cybermen, a cyborg army. Are they cyborgs? I suppose they technically are, I never think of them as being such. Um, Dave, how are you enjoying this room of monsters? Oh, it's great man, it's the best one yet to be honest. I would, I mean, what I'm, what I'm impressed by is the fact that the, the Empress You've got your 21st century Ice Warrior matches quite nicely with the classic. There's also a half Dalek at the end, so you can go in and have a shot. Which do you remember that in Paisley, Dave? No. Did you ever have a shot in Paisley? I've got a, I've a video of me doing it in Paisley, so I may have to ask you to video me doing it in Edinburgh, <laughs> just because that's the kind of person I am. Yeah, never quite grown up. Oh, isn't it? Pictures of concept designs of Wood, Empress of the Ragnos, and. Um, things like that, and uh, second acts possibly as well. So, yeah, right, I'm going to have a shot in the Dalek now. And then moved on to another room. There is a Carvinist outfit. He's the, the doggy fellow who some of you may remember from season 13, series 13. Um, also, in here we've got Peacap in The Forest of the Night. Rather nice bit of uh, artwork there, um, and there's some spiders uh, from Kill the Moon, which I do quite like because they are um, Lanzarote, which is always a favourite place of mine, as the regular listeners probably know. Uh, there's also um, yeah, Spider Jump Up, there's also uh, one of the Dalek mutants from uh, Resolution of the Daleks, as I keep calling it, even though that's not its name, but it probably should be. Um, and again, throughout the walls are adorned by the Jodie era stuff. Not funny, the audio went a bit different there. But, um, so yeah, quite uh, interesting. Dave, yeah. over here we have the teller, right? From Time Heist. Yes. Time heist. Now, we yes. went to the reopening of the Doctor Experience in Cardiff. The Enemy Within. Yep. Right, uh-huh. Uh, so we went to that and Katie got freaked out because she was beforehand just like super confident. Okay. This is 2014, so it's all P-capped up. Sure. The new P-cap interactive bit. Katie's outside super confident telling everybody about, oh yeah, that, oh, that's River Song Shoes. Oh, that's uh, the Dive River Song, that's a river. Uh, basically everything she saw, she knew what it was. She, in those days, she did know anyway. Yeah. And then um, as soon as we went inside, she saw a smiler and she freaked out and screamed and we couldn't go in 
we, we couldn't go in and do that first bit, so Jen took her around. Right. And, and uh, so I went on and saw it. And then we rejoined the tour later on. I got, got to see it later on. But we rejoined it and came inside to the uh, to the Hartnell console room with the, with the TARDIS that we saw right back at the start. Uh-huh. And in the corner they had the teller and they showed how it was being operated. They had all the animatronics being controlled. Right. And she was absolutely came out of her terror just by watching this Brilliant. thing being brought to life and they were nice. operating it. Um, oh, she reminds me of Reeves from Star, uh, yes. from Star Wars. Absolutely. Yeah, get that. Yeah, I. Uh-huh. I have that figure. Yeah. Jedi, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's, it's, every time I see the teller, it smiles because I just think of Katie screaming in absolute <laughs> terror. The only time I've ever screamed in terror was when we went to Adventure Space and Time, when we watched the props getting built. Right. And they had half-built Daleks, and she just all once she just freaked out. And Paul McNamara, who's building them, he was uh, he was just like pissing himself laughing, <laughs> delighted that uh, his work was scaring people. So there we go. And as we move on, we found the face of Bo. Big old face. Dave, are you going to talk to the face? Well, the hand ain't listening. <laughs> well, there's oh, a Cassandra. Oh, well, it's Cassandra. Right. Well, she's talking, but we'll come over to her in a minute. We'll, yeah, there's a Cassandra with projected face onto it. So that's rather cool. So, yeah, more pics soon. And more chassis. We moved just round the corner, uh, from opposite from Cassandra, we've got one of the emoji robots. We've got a really creepy, um, the heads from the Husbands of Riversong, with Bernardo and Hydroflax. Uh, and uh, it's the Matt Lucas one is absolutely uncapped, and Davis one's very good as well. And then there's one of the robots as well, from uh, the antibodies from Let's Kill Hitler. There's a Kerblam man, about some of his packages. Um, Dave, are you impressed by the size of the Kerblam man's package? <laughs> Dave does not like smut and innuendo, unlike his co-conspirator. Um, here we're now standing opposite Morbius, which just looks amazing. That uh, Mike Tucker did an amazing job in restoring it. Look at the actual brain in there, the hair and just the lungs of a bit of strop and everything else. And uh, yeah, rather nice to see the... Um, what was that? Prop from Flux. Um, some sort of... Me. So there we go. There's also Cat Nun here. Um, I'm not quite sure. Oh, it's the novice Hame costume from Loviana Hope, who I've interviewed a few times in Met, and uh, it was lovely. Um, yeah, around the walls, there's quite a lot of science and stuff here again, sort of um, talking about time wars that are generating um, gender and there's Eldrad and there's mollusks as well. Um, a bit of memories of Doctor Who. Mark Gates is on the screen saying things like. His favourite memories of working in Doctor Who. So Mark's been there, Mike Tucker as well. All quite nice stuff, I'd say. Um, uh, he's talking about when David Bradley's playing first Doctor. Who uh, introduced him. Uh, he was done and he was playing the Brigadier's grandfather. No. Um, so that's rather nice. Um, so yeah, it's quite interesting. And there's Dr. Maggie Adam Popov, who I think is brilliant and uh, Excellent. So yes, we've got uh, rather another rather exciting one. Well, that's us. We've exited. Um, we sat and watched Mark Gatiss give a little talk with some clips at the end of all the Doctors Bar Hartnell, bizarrely. Um, so yeah, it's it's been through. So Dave, how did you feel about that? Oh, it was lovely. It was great. I mean, the iconography, which is a big word to use at this time of the night is um, 
it's always nice to see. It's just yeah, it's just really cool seeing the monsters and stuff in real life, seeing the giant robots, seeing Omega, seeing Gadget. Yeah, it's I it's fun. It's um it's just sort of the primal stuff that kind of made me a fan in the first place. You know what I mean? It's really nice just to see the artifacts and the stuff involved. Seeing the Nosferatu model from Dragonfire for the first time. That's fantastic. Yeah, that was a new one in me. I hadn't seen that before. Obviously, some of the shadow stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know if maybe it's because I've been to the experience. I've, I'm just a little bit. Hmm. I was a, to be brutally honest, I did feel a bit. Oh, was that it? As in, as, it didn't take yes. us that long to get through. Yeah. Um, but that's not a desperately bad criticism or anything because it was it was great. But I just thought, all right, okay, are we finished already? <gasps> yeah, harsh. That was. I'm gonna. Yeah, I felt the same. I felt there could have been more and probably should have been more. But I suppose when you are working for a limited exhibition space, I can see that. But I was expecting maybe a couple of other consoles, maybe yeah. a few more Daleks, a few more of the Doctor's costumes. Yeah, one room with the monsters. Um, you know, the main sort of big monsters. Um, just Hartnell's costume on display would have been, you know, you could have, as you say, you'd have expected maybe to see a few others at least, if not all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it was good. It was, it definitely, I'd say it was good. And I mean, for 14 quid, it's not bad. Got it. And we've had a wee trip out this morning. Um, although, obviously, yeah, it's I mean, your night time. It took us about, it took us about 45 minutes, 50 minutes to get through. And, you know, and we went back and forth a couple of points. But no, it's, it was great. Definitely worth seeing. Yeah, whatever it goes next. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just felt, you know, I just felt there was something missing. I mean, I appreciate. Yes, it's about the science of Doctor Who, and it has got that scientific edge. But quite frankly, I think people are less interested in science. They just want to see Doctor Who because you can get science stuff in pretty much any museum. And let's be honest, I could quite happily have trashed half those displays about. I don't give a shit about microbes. <laughs> I'd quite rather. I'd far rather see um, Capaldi's costume and yeah. you know Jodie's costume, whatever it may be. Yeah. No, that's. that's 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 fair. I mean, but it's I suppose it's um it's adhering to Doctor Who's origi original sort of remit of educating and, and entertaining, isn't it? Well, I was so entertaining. I think it did a good job of that. Yeah. yeah. But what I was particularly... Oh, it's, it's controversial when Dave Steele's been less critical than Kenny. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> um, other thoughts? It was busy. I mean, considering uh -huh. we're here at half ten on a Saturday, or Sunday morning, sorry. Half ten on a Sunday morning? Did I mention it was half ten on a Sunday morning? You may have mentioned it once or thrice. Oh, heavens. Um, or twenty times. But the thing that I'm surprised was the fact that there was that younger demographic again, because maybe it's because I'm... After Gallifrey, I should have learned my lesson, because Doctor Who is popular with people in their early twenties. Well, I mean, it's... It's very much a family targeted exhibit, isn't it? I mean, it's as a destination, this is a sort of good place to bring your kids for a for a morning out or whatever. I think it, it did that quite well. It was a good mix. The the, the language used wasn't overly complicated, so anyone could pick it up. It was um, no, it was it was great. It, I, you get that just that visceral thrill of just seeing the props and stuff in real life. You can't beat it. Definitely worth it for that. And that's 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 priceless, to be honest. Yeah. The thing that did annoy me was I could hear some. I think there was a a fan from across the pond talking about something and they were absolutely wrong in everything they were saying <laughs> and I wanted to go up and correct them and to say no you don't know about the classic series I, this is something I that I could fart out I missed that thankfully um, but it was just one of those ones do I go up and correct them thought no that would just be rude and it would make me look like a, like a buttock but um, no but 
it's just one of the, I think it's just my my inner fan gene things like we we were through the wilderness years exactly and yes. it's just like no yeah. It's, yeah. you're not a, these Johnny come lately I'm joking of course <laughs> here but no I just don't don't be wrong if you're going to talk about something make sure you're correct don't think you know what you're talking about know what you're talking about <laughs> as Dave and I always do we do our best anyway we do, we do. anyway I've thoroughly enjoyed it, Dave. Thanks for your company yeah, today. It's a pleasure. God bless you. And Thanks for driving us through and all that. No, it was it was definitely worth seeing. Glad we made the effort. Yes, and hopefully it's been entertaining enough to listen, if not see what we've been talking about. So we'll be back again with another episode of the Power Three very soon. But Dave, before we go, Kenny, have you got a question for me? Yes, Kenny. What are we going to what are we going to play out with this time? Well, Dave, if you were me, what would you play out with? I've no idea. <laughs> I didn't think of anything at all. Well, how about something involving scary monsters? Oh right, okay, well that'll do nicely, yes. I was just sort of, I was trying to think of, I can't, I can't think of any Pet Shop Boys songs about museums. What's it going to, but no, that'll uh, do, that'll work. Yes, we'll go with some scary monsters from David Bowie. David Bowie! <laughs> oh god, I hope Nick Pegg's not this man, because obviously we talked about his Dalek prop, and, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, it's time to go. Bye bye, see you soon. Super creepy.